0: Welcome to the Dating Kinky Podcast, a cast about love, sex, romance, and kink. I like to think I'm a pretty easy person to get along with because I don't force anyone to be something they are not or try to change people. In reality, though, I know that I have pretty high standards. I don't let people get away with treating me rudely, and I've left many people by the wayside. And pretty often they pop back up into my life. Which is okay. After all, I very rarely close a door. I simply stop walking through. But when they show up and try to move forward without ever acknowledging what stopped our connection to begin with, well, I don't get that. And sometimes when I point it out, like, Hey, last time we talked three years ago was me texting and asking where you were as you stood me up. And you know what? I think that's shitty. And they say, I'm sorry you feel that way. Non-pologies, part one. <laughs> it's amazing to me how many people who really should know better and do in other situations will fall back on this craptaculous non-pology when feeling defensive. And will defend it when they do, despite that they will know instantly that it's a non-apology, non-pology, when it's directed at them. And why do I say it's a non-pology? Because an authentic apology takes responsibility for causing harm. And this choice phrase puts all the responsibility on the other person. Let's play the non-pology game and let's make it physical rather than emotional to illustrate. In our example, instead of saying something that may have hurt someone, we have slapped them hard. They say, ouch, motherfucker. That hurts, you lover of a syphilitic goat. Which (laughs) would make me laugh. But perhaps I get defensive as well, and so I feel on the spot, and like I must deflect accusations. So I could say, I'm sorry you feel that way. No acknowledgement of the slap, or how I did it, just a focus on their feelings, and how I feel that they are not really ideal. Or perhaps I would say, I'm sorry your face was right where my hand was swinging. It's really a shame you didn't move faster. Because it amounts to the same thing. Neither non-pology takes any responsibility for the action, and it leaves the hurt party feeling dissatisfied and possibly in a position of having to defend or explain their hurt to try to connect and get the apology they need for closure. The non-pology person, on the other hand, feels like they have done what was required by saying the words, and the matter should be dropped. They often respond with incredulity and resentment that this is still an issue, creating deeper hurt and invalidating the other by essentially saying, I don't care how you feel, your reality is wrong. Non-pologies are fascinating to me, and a part of meta-epistemology, which is a great field of study I'm examining, I've decided to do a series of writings on non apologies this is the first, to examine the ones that are commonly used and why they aren't actually apologies so that we can eliminate them from our own relationship interactions and spot them when they are offered to us personally, professionally, and politically. What is your experience with the, I'm sorry you feel that way, non-pology? Thank you for joining me today. If you loved this episode, please share it with others who would enjoy it. And please join me at datingkinky.com. It's built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, transfolk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. Find me on FetLife as NookieNotes, Notes, and on Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Medium as Dating Kinky. We are on Instagram as Dating Kinky Official, all one word. Have a kinky day, and I'll catch you next episode.